This is 105.9 The Region with your stories. The good news in our neighborhoods, our cities, our country, and beyond. This is Good to Hear. This is Good to Hear, and I'm Glenn Perkins. The good news story coming out of the Markham Millican area is the return of the Children's Festival outside the Arnie Community Centre. To tell us more, we are joined by the chair of the festival and also Ward 7 councillor Khalid Usman. Khalid, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much, uh, Glenn. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on. Let's start with the history of the Children's Festival. Well, it was started in 1998. At that time, the late... Tony Wong, who was a regional councillor, and myself, we started this festival because in Minican Mills we felt every area has a festival, different types, but we don't have. And we thought that Children's Festival would be the perfect thing, and, and sure enough, it has blossomed into one of the best festivals uh, of Markham. It's back after a two-year hiatus. What can families expect? Well, you know, there's a lot of excitement because, remember, this is a, after two years of COVID, this is the first time we're going to be uh, coming back to it. And I know what we saw when we, we did the Canada Day Festival. It was just fabulous. And I'm expecting that this, again, is going to be the same. A lot of children, they get involved. They love it because to them, this is the only place where they can sort of use their energies and get entertained and get involved and learn and play at the same time. Families get involved. So I think this is a fantastic opportunity. And Markham's talent is shown there. A lot of vendors are there. So And it's perfect for all ages. Lots to do for the children, including arts and craft. But there's also a performance by Chad Solomon. Tell me about him. Well, you know, Chad Solomon is a, does the entertainment through education, interactive puppet show called Rabbit and bear paws the way and uh, he gets involved and he's an indigenous uh, performer and he does a fabulous job so i'm really looking forward to having his show for the kids uh, and it's, as i said it's one of the things about this festival is it's not just song and dance but it is really to impart knowledge and people and kids learn and get involved it's interactive they learn they see the magic shows they see all those kinds of things in all interactive uh, activities. Certainly there's something for the whole family. A lot of work goes on behind the scenes to make an event such as this happen. What has it taken to get everything ready? Well, you know, it takes a quite a bit of uh, quite a long time, but we are really lucky. In Markham, we have a fantastic staff. And because we haven't, uh, this year, haven't used uh, uh, many volunteers, uh, it's a staff that has done a tremendous job putting it all together, bringing it all together. You know, it's like puzzle. You have a lot of pieces, but the staff is able to bring all of them together. And then it's like the performance uh, on the day of the event itself, which we are looking forward to. And I am guaranteeing you that the kids are going to have fun, the parents are going to have fun, and all those that come there will be very happy because our staff has done a tremendous job. This year, York University is involved with the Mark of Millican Children's Festival. How did that partnership come about and what will they be doing? Well, you know, in, uh, in the, as I said, was saying originally, uh, there were festivals. Uh, we had festival in Thornhill. We had festival, jazz festival in uh, Markham. We had uh, the old city, the Unionville, but we had nothing for, uh, for Millican Mills. And it was, uh, it was called the bedroom community because uh, the, the, there was no, not much employment there. 
but with this creation of this uh, festival for the kids, families got involved, and now as the, as the population has matured, it looks like it's a fantastic event, and we are holding it right inside our uh, ward itself because that's where Millican Mills area is, Ward Seven and Eight, and uh, you know it was. It had uh, it had uh, gone different places over the years. It was held in Millican Mills uh, Park. It was held in uh, what you call the city hall, and now it's back to where it actually belongs, Millican Mills. And for anyone that's attending the festival, what would you like them to come away with this weekend? I think the, the best thing is when they come, they should come with the attitude. They're going to have lots of fun. And, uh, and we're going to be enjoying it. Sounds like it's going to be a great day. Ward 7 Councillor Khalid Udsman and Chair of the Markham Millican Children's Festival, thank you for joining us today and I wish you lots of success. My pleasure, sir, and thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity. The Markham Millican Children's Festival is being held at the Arni Community Centre today from 10 to 6.30. An all-day children's pass is $14. I'm Glyn Perkins and this is Good to Hear on 105.9 The Region. Good to hear. This is the good news. It is one of the most popular video games in the world, and it's now going to a new level. NHL 23 from EA Sports, featuring numerous players, including Sarah Nurse, making history as the first woman ever to cover the EA Sports NHL video game. The talk more about it. Thrilled to be joined by the senior agent from Delcito Sports and Entertainment, Thomas Holton. Thomas, how are you? I'm doing well, Jim. Thanks for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. Sarah is such an accomplished hockey player, an Olympic athlete, and a role model to so many people. To me, it's a no-brainer to have her on. How hard and how deep of a discussion was it before you made the choice to make sure she was on part of the cover? Yeah, I think it was definitely a long process here over the last year. Um, in the later part of 2021, myself and three other of my peer agents in the industry um, kind of an Avengers team of agents really came <laughs> together and helped, uh, you know, do the licensing deal between, you know, Hockey Canada and uh, EA Sports to get uh, women in the game for the very first time. And I think this was, you know, historic in its own right, but it was so well received by the public and the hockey community. And it was really through this first partnership in which Sarah was one of the faces of, uh, you know, marketing that partnership that we really developed a relationship with EA Sports and their team. And um, from there, I joked with a representative, like, oh, next we're going to have to talk about the cover. And, uh, you know, wouldn't you believe it, a few months later, I got the call that, you know, they wanted to put her on the cover. And, you know, the rest is history. Well, I think to me, Thomas, uh, I have daughters in their, you know, late teens, early 20s. And for a lot of the young men and women, they they don't look at Sarah Nurse as just a woman hockey player. They look at her as an elite-level hockey player who happens to be on the cover EA Sports. And I think that's what you've done and your team have done is sort of uh, help perpetuate that feeling among the youth that this is a great athlete. Of course she should be on the cover. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, as both said, our team working with Sarah, every deal that we sign really serves a greater purpose. And that's to inspire the next generation of female hockey players. And I told Sarah when I signed her, you know, if we can market you, we're going to market the women's game. So all the partnerships that we do are really about visibility, you know, the cover being one of them. She had her own Barbie doll sold at Tim Hortons across the nation. She was on the cover of a Cheerios box. And when young girls see that, you know, they can truly, you know, see it and dream it and ultimately want to be it one day. And I think that's just so important.
And I think there's a, an underlying thing here because there's a lot of the problems with with the, the male side of Hockey Canada in the last few months and some of the allegations in the World Juniors, the, the elite women's hockey players of Canada, the Sarah Nurses of this country and Marie Philippe Poulin and others, they are looked at at a higher level. Like they are squeaky clean, they're role models, they're people that families and companies can trust and invest in and know you're going to get value for them. Oh, absolutely. And certainly the Hockey Canada, you know, ongoing allegations were tricky tricky to navigate. And, you know, my heart goes out to the victims on in that regard. And for this, we wanted it to be more about hockey, more than just about the Hockey Canada jersey and more a celebration of what the women have accomplished here. They have such tremendous momentum behind them as they strive to develop the first professional women's league uh, for hockey players to, for athletes to play competitively um, and professionally. So absolutely, I think, you know, Sarah certainly deserves me in this honor, and it just speaks to everything that her and her teammates, uh, you know, have done over the past couple of years to really put themselves in the spotlight. Speaking with Thomas Holton, who's the Delcito Sports and Entertainment senior agent, one of the brains behind getting Sarah Nurse on the cover of EA Sports 23. And once upon a time, in a movie called Swingers, Vince Vaughn was playing an EA Sports NHL game and talking about making Gretzky bleed. And uh, EA Sports and NHL video games now, NHL. 23 has gone beyond just hockey fans. It's one of the more popular invisible video sports video games, not just in North America, but around the world right now, Thomas. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the first time they ever put, you know, a woman on the cover. They've done, you know, covers that are more geographical in terms of Canada and the U.S., but this is the first time that you'll see a woman on the cover of the game and it'll be sold in, you know, Finland and Germany and Sweden. So uh, it's really a momentous partnership for sure. And I guess what's next for Sarah? Like this is such a big moment, but now when companies and corporations and businesses see the positive impact of having her a part of their product, I would think that you're probably going to get some inquiries from other people saying, hey, can she be part of our company as well? Oh, I would hope so. I saw a tweet <laughs> yesterday that Sarah is just such a perfect fit and sponsors should be lining up to, to work with her. And uh, you know, at Dolcetto, you know, we're so honored to represent her because, you know, as an agent, you're only as good as your talent. And Sarah is really just incredible, you know, whether it be creating content or, you know, on camera. Like, the camera just absolutely loves her. Often she only needs really one take, uh, which is putting together a lot of these TV spots or social content. So, in terms of what's next, uh, we'll have to see. But I feel like she could definitely be a little bit more selective in terms of who she wants to partner with. For us, it's always about choosing the right partner. And, you know, I always have to say to the brand, you know, Sarah will do this for, for you, for you. but, you know, what are you going to do for Sarah? What are you going to do for the women's game? How are you going to give her the platform to yeah. amplify her message and, and, you know, steer the game in the right direction? That's well said, Thomas. And I also think, too, that the old saying about the old boys club, that's starting to go by the wayside and the, the new breed and new vision of executives look at someone like her and go we can win she can win and we both win by working together oh absolutely and i think that's the ea's message really behind this cover and pairing her with you know young trevor Zeger. she's you know this exciting new nhl player with all the you know skills and intangible pairing with with sarah uh you know the face of the women's game at this current moment and everything that you know the game uh stands for for women as well and you know, just making it more inclusive for everyone. I, I know the, the palm trees on the cover are not typically what you would see, but 
it really just says that, you know, hockey can be played anywhere and by anyone. And I think that's the message we were going for here. Yeah, and you achieved it. Well done, Thomas, to you and your team. And great to see Sarah Nurse on the cover and part of the cover, EA Sports NHL 23, one of the video games that will be in a lot of people's stockings come Christmas time. You know that's for sure. Thanks so much for doing this and continued success for your company and with Sarah Nurse because she makes a lot of us Canadians very proud. Really appreciate it, Jim. Thanks so much. And, uh, you know, have yourself a great weekend. Good to hear. We'll be right back on 105.9 The Region. Listen live at 1059theregion.com or 105.9 FM. This is 105.9 The Region with your stories, the good news in our neighborhoods, our cities, our country, and beyond. This is good to hear. Well, our friends at Yellow Brick House continue to do great work in the region, helping families in need, uh, going through a tough time, especially with abuse in the house. And they have a new program that is really groundbreaking in a lot of ways. It's called the Caring Dad Program. To talk more about it, thrilled to be joined by the CEO of Yellow Brick House, Loris Horrenda. Loris, how are you? I'm doing great, Jim. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me today. Well, it's an absolute pleasure. And I first heard about this program through Pamela, who does such great work with you. And and when she started talking about the need for male counselors to deal with young boys who are in a house when there's uh, spousal abuse, it, the light bulb went on and went, of course, what about young boys? And this is obviously such a, a brilliant thing that you're doing, but so needed, isn't it? Absolutely. We've been uh, providing services to abused women and children in York Region for the last 44 years. And understanding the impact of violence on women and on children is essential to engage men in in, in the solution. So uh, we decided to embark on rolling out the Caring Dads program because we believe that working with fathers is an essential part of ending violence against women and children. And I would think that if you're 8, 9, 10, 11-year-old boy witnessing that kind of horror, the message maybe comes differently from a male. Am I correct? Absolutely. Children uh, are uh, definitely impacted by witnessing violence in their homes, and it impacts their uh, brain development, it impacts their behavior, their learning ability. And it's essential that these children um, receive a positive role model. And our intention is with hiring male counselors is that they indeed get that view uh, and impression of a positive role model. And in our Caring Dads program, when we're working with fathers, we're really going to try to educate them about the impact of their behavior on their children so they they can learn and change that. If you want to learn more about Yellow Brick House and their Caring Dads program, you can go to the website, yellowbrickhouse.org. Thrilled to be speaking to Loris Orenda, the CEO of Yellow Brick House. And, and, you know, we think in 2022, Loris, that we're so evolved and we're, we're so different than previous generations. But as you and your staff realize on a day-to-day basis, as modern as technology may be and we think may be, a lot of the behaviors are no different than they were decades ago. That's absolutely correct. In fact, during the pandemic, we've seen a 30% increase in domestic violence. And unfortunately and tragically, um, before the pandemic, a woman was killed every six days in Canada. And during the pandemic, it's been every two and a half days. It's it's a shocking stat. And then I think of the children, the collateral damage to this violence, to this unspeakable violence, 
and how it affects their lives forever and how they need so much professional counseling to live what could be maybe a, a normal life afterwards, hopefully. Absolutely. We are, our full intention is to break the silence and to break the cycle of violence. Is it uh, and now when you're looking for a male counselors and caring dads, as part of the issue is that more women take these kind of courses to counsel kids or what is the great challenge for finding these male counselors to talk to the young boys? I think uh, traditionally uh, counseling has been uh, a female dominated field. And uh, we are finding um, that, you know, men usually tend to get into counseling at a different level or perhaps counseling with adults. Uh, but we have been successful in securing a male counselor. And uh, so we're very excited to start this program fairly soon. This is outstanding work, and it's going to make a big difference in the region. Get all the details at yellowbrickhouse.org. It is Yellow Brick House and their Caring Dads program. Laura Sorenda, thank you so much for you and your staff and Pamela and everything you do. Um, uh, unfortunately, if your organization is deeply needed and sorely needed in York Region, I hope for one day you're out of a job because it's not needed. But unfortunately, I think you're going to be there a long time. <laughs> Well, our intention is eventually to work ourselves out of our job, but I don't think that's going to happen in my lifetime. But we're taking it a step at a time, a day at a time, and we will eventually reach a society where violence is a thing of the past, hopefully. I just, just to wrap up, for, for you and your staff and the stories you deal with every day, how do you deal with it, hearing these kind of stories? What, what keeps you sane, for lack of a better term, and hearing this kind of stuff every day? Well, uh, day-to-day operation at Yellow Brick House can definitely be challenging because we deal with almost 6,000 families every single year. And uh, staff have developed techniques to uh, become resilient. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also uh, really focus on self-care, on vicarious trauma, and recognizing the signs. But ultimately, at the end of the day, what really keeps us going is when we see families who are breaking free from violence and are able to continue living uh, a solid, healthy life without violence. And that is something that you can't really put a price on. Well said, Loris. Thank you so much for you and your staff and everything you do in the region of Yellow Brick House. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you for your support. Good to hear. This is the good news. Now, is this good to hear or just spooky? To explain, Grace Peacock, Director of Communications from Canada's Wonderland. Hi, Grace. What are the scary details? Yes, Halloween has returned to Canada's Wonderland. We have our Halloween program kicking off select nights. It starts September 23rd, runs until October 30th. And then for the little kids, we've got uh, Camp Spooky returning. This is a scare-free daytime fun. That starts on September 24th and runs weekends to the end of October. All right, so take us through Camp Spooky. What does that include? Camp Spooky is a lot of fun for kids. They get to dress up. We have costume parades and a lot of interactive entertainment for the little ones, you know, because I think they really love it. We've got performances. We've got magicians and clowns. We're going to have, of course, our Peanuts characters, Snoopy, Charlie Brown, and the gang doing Halloween shows. There's going to be Halloween encounters with special characters like fairies and princesses and pirates. Uh, Trick-or-treating, of course. We're going to have little stations where kids can do trick-or-treating through the kids' areas. It's a lot of fun and, again, scare-free. It's included with admission to the park, and it's going to be weekends running 
through to the end of October. And when does that one start? When does Camp Spooky start again? Camp Spooky kicks off on Saturday, September 24th. And should visitors be in costume when they arrive? For Camp Spooky, the daytime experience, kids are welcome to dress up. That's no problem. But if you're coming to our Halloween haunt event in the nighttime, we ask guests to leave the costumes at home and the scaring to our professional monsters here in the park. And what does Halloween haunt include this year? And it's been around for quite a few seasons, hasn't it? It is. This is the 17th season for Halloween haunt, if you can believe it. And the big news this year is that our indoor mazes are back. We weren't able to have them last year due to COVID. We had some restrictions. And now we've got five mazes coming, a new one called Pandemonium, which is a creepy thing under the mountain. We've got the creatures of the pit who are going to be after our guests. If you go in, you may not come back out. (laughs) And we have a new Day of the Dead festival. So this is in the tradition of Mexico's Dia de los Muertos, and we're going to be celebrating spirits and those who have passed. We've got the Mexican folk ballet coming to do a parade and a cultural dance and performance, and of course, lots of specialty food and drinks. There's also the night rides happening at Haunt. We've got exciting shows taking place, scare zones, and all the monsters prowling through the park. And anyone who wants to work the fun, you have some job fairs coming up as well, right? Yes, we're still hiring for for Haunt, so we're looking for monsters, we're looking for makeup artists, um, food and beverage associates, particularly if you can work the evening shift. Um, we have all of our details on our website, but these job fairs are happening every Sunday up until the event from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the park in our HR building. We do ask candidates to go online and apply in advance. And one more time, Grace, for our listeners who want more information about Camp Spooky or Halloween Haunt, where can they find it in terms of hours and start dates? All the details you need about the events and ticket information is available on our website at canadaswonderland.com. Terrific. Thanks for your time, Grace. Perfect. Thanks, Tina. Take care. Send us your good news stories at info at 1059theregion.com. This is good to hear.